1: You're listening to the Other Connor Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your host,
0: Connor Halley. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Other Connor Podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. And my name, as always, Connor Halley. Make sure to give me a follow on Twitter at Connor Halley. Big shout out to DraftKings. If you're gonna sign up today, make sure to use promo code THPN. It'll help you out in multiple ways. Lots of fun to be had on DraftKings with the NHL NBA. And hopefully we'll have Major League Baseball getting going soon. We'll see what happens with that whole labor dispute, but uh, make sure to use promo code THPN. Also, a quick shout out to the hockey podcast network, and network, the Edmonton Oilers. Since the last time we spoke, just winning hockey games. Uh, new head coach Jay Woodcroft has brought something to the group, and a little more detailed hockey. Maybe it's the boost, but they've won three straight games. The latest being the victory over the L.A. Kings on a Tuesday night. Next action comes Thursday when they we'll take on the Anaheim Ducks. Some news from the day today: the organization sending Stuart Skinner back down to the Bakersfield Condors. He was recalled on an emergency basis when Mikko Koskinen went on the COVID list, so he'll head back down to Bakersfield. A quick flight from Los Angeles. We'll see when we see a Mr. Stuart Skinner back with the big club. But let's get to our one and only guest on the show today. Hernan Salas of TSN 1260. Give him a follow on Twitter at Hernan Man. You can listen to him on Two Guys in a Goalie. The Dave, no, hey, Lowdown with Low Tide. Sometimes the Dave Jameson Show. I think he did it earlier on last week. Uh Two Guys in a Goalie. The guy is everywhere. He's on the Don Wheaton on White Post Game Show with Tom Gazzola on TSN 1260. Hernan, how you doing, man? How's your back? You you seem like you're in discomfort.
1: Yeah, it's a constant uh, struggle, but the one and only. I like that. Thank you for that. Well, you know, know all that, but
0: when we have you on the show, we don't <laughs> need anyone else. That's that's what we do here. We load <laughs> up. With I you. don't know about that. Now I gotta ask you. Uh, I was talking to Gazola and some of the listeners, and they said after Monday night's victory, you seemed a little fatigued. I know it was a late post-game show, but w- was it a little bit late for you? Like, were you I feeling it? a little
1: fatigue? Like, it was a little... L- the Latino so that, heat wasn't so there. So that means they just sounded crappy. Um, Tired, I would say, would be the word. Monday yesterday was, because we didn't get on till like, 11.20. I didn't get home... Um, until one, so <laughs> probably past a quarter to two, because you know you got to wind down, and, yeah, oh yeah, and all that. So I'm a little tired today, but uh, like after today, after we do all this, I'm pretty much free. So just relax and then relax Friday as well, and then we work all weekend. So it's yeah, it's yeah, one of those do. things where uh, it's all good, but we get Monday off for family day. So it's you know what, Connor, for a guy that worked a lot of labor jobs um, throughout my life uh, up until like probably my my. Uh, Mid thirties. Yeah. This is not, this is fun. This is great. You get to talk oilers nonstop. So I'm not complaining. How long did you do labor jobs for?
0: Because I had a conversation with my dad literally yesterday about, you know, our career paths. And I was like, I did, I worked at a company called All West commercial furnishing. Yeah. I did that for, it couldn't have been more than six months. And I think by three months, I was like, I got to go to radio school or do something.
1: It's interesting because like I, my first job was 16. I was a landscaper in the summers. Yep. Um, and then just, I did it all man up until I I got into broadcasting school when I was 31 32. Mm-hmm. So I did it all man, painting, roofing, uh the job I had right before I got into school which was which awesome company, awesome people, family owned small company. Give I, was a shout making, out. I was making I was making part high tech, high, high tech everything. I was <laughs> making parts for um oil um oil field oil rigs. I was there for 5 years but just when my like my back was just hurting, and I was like, I got, and I always wanted to do sports radio. Yeah. And um, my partner at the time, she 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 was a university grad, and she just kept pushing me, like, do what you love, do what you love, like, can you continue to do labor? Yeah. And then uh, and then finally, I I had to do night school and uh, for like two years, and then I finally got into Nate, and that's all she wrote. So very grateful for that push. Um there's always people that come into your life to kind of push you in the right direction and yeah. and uh, I'm very grateful for that but I did I did you name it a uh, quarterman I did a lot I did uh furniture uh moving companies like holy I bet you stuff.
0: probably had like the same thing I had like I only had a couple jobs like I worked at a grocery store and I did that for like the first 5 years of radio yeah. like I would work in the mornings the the radio station and come here in the evenings and Oh, the um, bartender too Oh yeah, you did yeah, yeah. Yeah, I worked at Brewster's in my early twenties, a couple I of bet. clubs. Everywhere yeah. you went, it was like you talked sports with people.
1: Oh I loved it. And like, it was like well, It was because cool, people would sit at the bar, watch games, or like, yeah. Hey, do you like the oaters? And you'd be like, Yeah, or talk whatever, right? Like so I liked that gig. Now I I didn't want to be doing that into my forties. Yeah. So, but like I said, I, I'm grateful for all the experiences, Connor, but, so that's why when I work long shifts here or you have late nights, it's like, it's nothing compared to the people that do uh, hard work, do the hard, hard, hard works. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like we kind of got lucky there. I don't know if it's lucky. It's just with the way it was with, you know, the pandemic and everything, but like for over the Christmas break, like we didn't work a whole lot. We did our normal shows, but there was no pre or post game shows. So now we're paying for it.
1: Yeah, I I wouldn't say painful. Like I love being busy, Connor, and I love that the Oilers' schedules can. Then it's obviously it's I love covering the team and and just not the Oilers like any sport, right? Because we're not just Oilers, we're not Oilers yeah. guys. I mean, we're not Oilers radio reporters or whatever. We're, we do everything, so. It's we have it pretty easy, and it's it's a great life, and it's it's great when you wake up and you love what you do.
0: No, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Even the bad days here, not not as bad as it. Not could as be. bad, right? Because um, sometimes
1: and- on the inbox, you know, people <laughs> can say some negative things towards you, or or it's just overly negative, especially when the teams are doing bad, but. I mean, you get by that. You get out of here and you just forget about it, right?
0: So, no, maybe a shameless plug here. Uh, we we do this podcast. You do your <laughs> Locked On, but we also have the ElkCast that you and I do. Yeah, talking about the Edmonton Elks, and uh, we've uh, been told Victor Quee, the president of the organization, might be interested in joining us. So That's if amazing. You're, if you're a CFL fan, yeah. and you know you like the Edmonton Elks, uh, when well, you, you check out the ElkCast on Twitter at the ElkCast.
1: yeah,
0: and uh, with a K, <laughs> Elk Cast. And uh yeah, we should have new episodes dropping pretty soon and with all the free agency they've done, we'll we'll have yeah, lots we to talk Yeah, we took kind
1: about. of the the winter off and but if Victor Quee wants to join us, we'll make <laughs> we'll make all the time in the world for that man. He seems like he's a, just a great dude and look forward to having him on and then once the season gets going, we'll be back to our regular our regular. And if once anyone wants week... to sponsor, yeah, hit Connor up or me on Twitter.
0: Shout <laughs> out to uh All Last High Tech. <laughs> Uh, we've got some McDonald's coffees here Will yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Anyone wants to uh, sponsor the
0: Lcast? We'll do anything, anything. <laughs> uh Hernan, let's talk about the Edmonton Oilers though cuz that's yeah. what this podcast is. Sure, uh, sure. That's why I How was the nice going
1: down memory lane about <laughs> what we used to do for work and When I
0: first started the podcast, I talked to every per, like broadcaster that came on and asked them how they became Yeah. you know the person they are today and how they got into it. So, and everyone says, I was a fan and then they just got into it naturally. Well, I used to call it's funny cuz I used to be a regular caller.
1: 1260. Like, I talked to Gregor, Corey, yeah. like, and, and my friends would love it. They're like, call in because I'd, like, I'd bring the heat still then. And it's funny. I'd love to get some of that audio, but.
0: I wonder if you ever, like,
1: called when I was running the board. Like I think you were. I know. I remember Joe, and I remember Connor, and I remember Will on the night show yeah. with, uh with, um, what's his name? Jason Greger. Gregor to the Night Show with Phrase, yeah. Yeah, I used to call that because they used to do kind of like a post. Not, it wasn't a real post game show, but it was a show. So they yeah. break down the order game and the Rob Shrimp Beers man. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> the good old days. Give him a chance in the top six. <laughs> He's
0: a skill player. <laughs> I don't know if that was actually the conversation. I was one of
1: those guys, but I was a die-hor- <laughs> die-hor- die-hard, diehard fanboy back then. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, for the
0: diehard fanboys and fangirls out there, I mean, the last couple games under Jay Woodcroft have been awesome. And, you know, the people that were preaching for this change a while ago kind of can say, I told you. So uh, yeah. let's, let's just talk about the California road trip, going back to Monday night against the Sharks. Stuart Skinner, he, and it was inevitable he was going to get sent back down because he was recalled on the emergency basis. But uh, he gets to shut out the Oilers' win um, then last night, yeah. another late one, they go into Los Angeles and ruin the Drew Doughty retirement, or not retirement, thousand game <laughs> honor. Yeah. He's got a little bit more hockey to go left in him, I think. Yeah. Huh? And it showed last night, but, uh, they win
1: five to two. What were your impressions of that road trip? Really good. I mean, you saw that, uh, that Islander game. They were still kind of sloppy in that first, but then they kind of turned it around and you didn't know what to expect going forward, right? I thought the San Jose game outside of the first six minutes, they, that's the most complete game of the season. They played. Just great all around. And yesterday, I thought LA was better than San Jose after a long layoff. Uh, they time. play a tough game, and and I loved it. I loved that it went down to the wire. I loved that both teams were physical, and that any mistake, uh, you know, was was going to end up in the back of your net. So for me, I thought that they're playing well. And and I brought it up on my podcast today, Connor, where it was like. In the last kind of couple weeks of Dave Tippett when they, remember they won four straight and they beat Washington that one game and, and all that, but they were winning, but we were all sitting here saying they're not playing well though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where now it's like I look at these last three games, especially the last two, and it's like, no, the orders deserve to win that because they're playing the right way. And for me, the biggest thing is the effort and especially defensively because these guys have enough skill up front to score and be offensive, but, th- it almost seems like they're learning. Hey, if we buckle down and give it 120 percent defensively, we're going to get ours. And I and I love that. So, full marks to Jay Woodcroft. I love the way he's distributing the ice time. Outside of Devin Shore last night, which you never want to see a guy play 257, but he might uh, not play again. <laughs> yeah, that and that's fair. I don't think Jay Woodcroft. I uh, I think Jay Woodcroft's going to let any, everyone play a game, get in a couple games, but then he doesn't know all these players anything. Like he's got to. He's out there trying to extend his job with the Oilers and get this team to the playoffs and play in the right way. So he, he's got to play whoever he thinks is going to give his team the best chance to win. So, uh, no full marks, man. I, and the, you're finally getting some goaltending. The only thing you can nitpick is the power play, which is completely falling off. And, uh, we'll see if there's changes coming on that end. But for me, the Oilers are just for the first time this year, I can see, even when they were 16 and five, they're playing the right way and it's great to see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're starting to see. I mean, a little more back-checking, right? And, I mean, Leon Dreisaitl had an outstanding sequence in the game on Monday night. or, yeah. You know, getting back. And that, that's what they got to buy into. And I think it was Hitchcock. I think might have been McClellan. It's, it's been a lot. But one of the coaches came into Edmonton and was talking about, like, when the puck goes the other way, the first five strides have to be back. Like, just yeah. get yourself into position. Make a play. And, and I mean, I don't know if that fell off or what it was, but yeah, you're right. I mean, they are playing good hockey right now. The power play, like you spoke about, uh, 0 for 4 last night, and it hasn't been quite as good. I know a lot of people look at the ice time, maybe they need to shorten that down a little bit. They've got the depth where you can put out two pretty effective units, I would think, but I thought the LA Kings, like, they were aggressive on that, and and that might be the game plan for the Oilers now, like, when they get cute and just kind of whip it around, you just pressure them and and see what happens, because it looked like it worked pretty well for the Kings.
1: Yeah, uh, they're, they're a tough team. They're a heavy team. I like their decor, too. They played well. And, uh, Cal Peterson was good up <laughs> until the first goal. And then, uh, it kind of, it didn't go downhill, but I, and the orders look at the goals they scored. Like, yeah, the, but it's hard work, right? Oh, like well, you win- going to the net. Even the winning goal, like, but that's hard work to get the, where Drysado ended up getting the puck and, mm-hmm. and finding Yamoto in front. So, and the new one was hard work as well. So, the Oilers are—it's uh, like Woodcroft. What have you done to the Oilers? Like, like this is not something we've seen. Is that the honeymoon phase? Do you, does that? Does that end? Well,
0: See, we know there's going to be because they got a tough. I think in two weeks they go down to Florida, Tampa, Washington, and Carolina. Yeah. Is it Washington? No, two? no, no, not Washington. But sorry. I mean, those three teams alone—that's going to be that'll that's, be
1: the real challenge right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And and I and. That's the thing right here, like you gotta bank points and you know there's gonna be some rough games coming, like it's gonna to happen to everyone. You saw Vancouver, what did they win, eight, nine straight? Nine, I think and yeah. And they've dropped some bad games as of late, so uh, Jay Woodcroft's not gonna go undefeated, we all know that, that's obvious, but as long as you're, I think as long as, long as you're seeing the effort we've seen in these first three games, and they cause they're gonna lose games, uh, I think Water fans are gonna be okay.
0: To me, I mean, jeez, you can have a bad effort in one game. Don't let it turn into two, three, four. right? That's like, the thing. Bouncing right? back, I think that's what the, the good teams don't let it happen. You exactly. can have a crappy effort,
1: but you you forget about it. You have a quick memory and turn it around very quickly. That's the thing, right? Like, just don't get into those bad habits again, right? And you saw it a little bit of on that second goal last night, the Dino goal. Like, he's wide open in the slot. How, yeah. how no one has him? Now, I don't know who to put the blame on there. I, I know some, a lot of people were saying Derek Ryan. Some people were saying Tyson Berry, but... That was just, that was just kind of like a goal that was being scored on the Oilers in those two months where they struggled mightily under Tippett, right?
0: Yeah, I'm going to bring it up right now. Um, I mean, whenever someone blames Tyson Berry, there's probably a good reason behind it, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, Derek Ryan, you know, he's played better, I think better at the wing when he pushes out there. But, um, yeah, Hernan, I mean, I think the Oilers, they're starting to do the little things. And, you know, if enough guys do the little things, uh, the big things will be good and start to happen. Um, I, I want to bring up a guy we talked about. I think we did a podcast. I like, it's like all we talked about, Evander Kane. And since he's been here what three goals now, I know he had the empty netter, but showed some versatility being to play with McDavid and style. But that play on Brendan Lemieux where he just punches him in the face. I love that. Like that that's that's the kind of thing like he's got a little bit of crazy to him when you and for a long time the Oilers didn't have that. It was like, yeah, we're we'll play the Oilers and Maybe it'll turn into a track meet, but it's not gonna get physical. And now you got Vander Keenan. I feel like the guys are like, we gotta kill this
1: one for him. Yeah. And I think it's okay because they killed it. Yeah. I think if they get scored on there, then people are like, come on, Kanin. You, you gotta hold it. But for, for a team that's, we've been wanting some sort of, of that style for all season, Connor. And I don't mind that, but I also keep in mind that like, he took a stupid slashing penalty in the offensive zone. Yeah. And he got benched for a shift. They threw McLeod out there, and they showed Kane on the bench. He wasn't too happy. Accountability. I love yeah. it. Where Woodcroft was like, hey, you know what? Two stupid penalties when the game was tied? Can't do that. But then, who was out there for the extra attacker? Exactly. I mean, I mean... Empty uh, netter. Uh, empty netter. Yeah. Evander Kane. I like that kind of coaching. Now, I I. I I don't think anyone can stand Lemieux unless you're an LA Kings fan. His teammates didn't even really defend him. But, and, and I like Kane doing that, and I think the Oilers need more of that. I just, and it worked out, so I'm okay with it. But if they would have got scored on that, I'd I'd be sitting here saying, Kane, you got to be smarter. Like and your I think spots he, a little better. And man. I think that's fair. If it's a
0: 3-1 game, maybe not 3-1, 4-1, going either way. I, I You know, but I was just like, good for him. Like, don't, yeah. don't make a habit of it, because that's... It, it can but be But I, I don't
1: mind a little crazy. This
0: team needs a little crazy. They're and too like, soft. Yeah. We saw oh. it, what, two games ago against the Islanders, and I think I talked about it on the podcast yeah. there. Like, someone ran Smith. Yeah, it wasn't the dirtiest play, but still, you're not touching our goalie. There's some pride there. Dries no. that old cane go in there. I, yeah. And uh I don't care out. if
1: it's Peugeot, and he yeah. didn't mean to, and he's a small dude. Hey man, Oilers don't get that treatment.
0: Exactly. Yamamoto, no one takes it easy on Yamamoto when he's going,
1: doing the dirty work. And it was funny yesterday, cause when Puyarvi got pushed into the goalie, then, um I think it's Mikey Anderson, he tries to rough him up, I'm like, yeah. but you're the one throwing him on top of your <laughs> goalie, you in. idiot. Like, oh my. And
0: it was so useless. Yeah. He doesn't do that, maybe the goal's not scored, like it was just stupid. Yeah. And I felt like Puyarvi's like, well, what, what do you want me Wait, to do? What do you man? want me to do? You literally threw me on top of your goalie and now yeah. you're punching me. Like, I'll give him a penalty. That's what he should have done. <laughs> Stupid refs. Um, I don't know if uh, it was brought up on the post game show, but someone texted in during pre game and was like, "Hey boys, I need a pick for a goal score." I, I was listening to you guys and I saw that, and man. I took and Kyler like, Yamamoto good for you, man. So I hope he made the money. I hope he made the pick.
1: I think he texted in saying he. I think he texted in last night saying he made the bet and saying thank you. And I said four two. So if Kane didn't get that last goal, we would have got that guy I said a lot four, of money. Four one
0: Oilers. We had four one because had 3-2, I think. Okay. So we all picked the Oilers. Um, yeah, so I just if, if that guy's listening, if there was no name on the text, <laughs> that guy or girl, yeah. um, you know, and you want to drop off a, a coffee or a pizza or anything, feel free, you know, share the wealth. But uh, good to see Kyler Yamamoto get it going. And I mean, I, I feel like he's been playing better hockey. Uh, Yossi Pugliarva, we've seen him get on the score sheet. Is there anyone on the team you think might just get a little bit of a, a revitalization with a new coaching
1: staff? Could be defenseman as well with with Dave Manson, Bouchard, yeah. You're kind of seeing it now where he's not. Last two games he's played one second of PK. Where Which is Dave, good. Where Dave Tippett used him a lot, right? Yeah, because that's not his strong suit. And you got guys and Nimalainen's playing a lot on the PK. Broberg, Lagusen. I think Lagusen and have really stepped up. No, they're not the sexiest players. I don't think they ever will be, but they're playing really well. And and you saw Barry get some. Some crunch ice time, Mm -hmm. which I was a little surprised, but good on him. So I think Bouchard is one. And how can you not pick the Condors, guys? Like, they just – like, Nimalainen looks even more confident because he looks behind the bench and he's like, hey, I know these guys. Yeah, Right? Like, you saw him yesterday on the bench talking to Nurse, making him laugh, like Nimalainen, where you probably (laughs) couldn't get a word out of him with the 1st score go-around here, so – I think it's the younger guys. So Bouchard, I think the the defensemen are making an impact on this team. And up front, probably Benson. Yeah. I mean, I think they took him out yesterday just to get Shore in and give him an opportunity. But Tyler Benson's a guy, and I know he's not the, the fastest skater out there, but I think with the limited time he does get, he's making things happen. And he's changing his game, and he's becoming kind of a grinder with some skill. And I like that. So. It's cheesy to say everyone, but I, I think for me, if I had to pick one, it's probably Evan Bouchard.
0: Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, you can still take a shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers Customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming sources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in tennessee call or text the tn Redline 1-800-889-9789 in connecticut call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in new york call 8778 hope ny or text hope ny 467 369 now more of the Other Connor podcast with Hernan Salas. I wonder how much change is going from Dave Tippett who I mean let let's not try to hide the fact like he loved his veterans and I think most most coaches probably do. You gotta go with your guys that got you there. But Having Jay Woodcroft there, like, that that probably, as you said, like, Nima Linen cracking jokes on the bench, like, probably playing just a little bit looser, knowing, like, this guy knows what I can do, you know, if I make one mistake, that's, you know... I'm not going to get benched. It's not going to cost me my spot, right? Yeah. He, they, they believe in me, and, and 100%, like, I, I've loved watching Nima Linen and what he's brought her now, like, when's the last time the Oilers had someone who was actively out there seeking the hit? Yeah, like, and I
1: love it, and he's... Even yesterday, like, he's not making the big hits, but he's making hits to separate the player from the puck. Yeah, the Dustin Brown one. Yeah. they were
0: like, well, he got the worst of it. I don't care. He stepped up on the blue line yeah. and made a hit on a player who. That's you know, right. Yeah, Dustin yeah. Brown's seen that stuff. Like, hitting Dustin Brown, I don't think, is easy. Like, no. he He's very. I don't know. Aware out there. So you played a hit on him. Yeah, he, he didn't go down the biggest and and you kind of lost your balance too, but you you separated him from the puck. So
1: Yeah, and I think I think Borlberg struggled a bit yesterday, but he's he's playing all right for me. Uh and when Keith is back, it's going to be int- they'll probably go back to 12-6, but I think that is going to push in and Russell and well, I wouldn't even Cuckoo's not even up here so. <laughs> uh but I think he's a guy that you almost have to keep in your lineup because the puck stuff can you can improve on that. right? And mm-hmm. I don't think he's been terrible.
0: No. Yeah. I just like that mindset that he brings. Like, okay, well, he wants to play physical. You know, like him and Evander like he,
1: he can change momentum with a hit. Yeah. Oh, the others never got that. And as much as we keep saying Cass, Cassian hasn't brought that for a while, Kane's bringing it a little bit more, which I like. So, And that's contagious, man. Like with Kane and Nimbley and what they're doing, then you're just sitting and you're like, I want to do that. I'm going to finish my check. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, I,
0: I love that going up against when you take on those skill teams going into Florida. Like Jonathan Huberto uh obviously point Kutrov like yeah. maybe they don't want to cut in the middle. Don't, maybe they're not gonna to try to go outside because they know Nemo Line is gonna rub you out and, and separate person from Puck. Like, like, like
1: don't don't mess around, man. Like no one gets a free pass. Yeah. And that's the way the order's mentality has to be. Calgary plays that way. Did you see a
0: goal last night? Yeah, that was nice. Oh, well, Johnny Goudreau, man. That guy's playing some great hockey. He's first
1: in the league in 5-on-5 five five points, right? He's
0: he's ah, he's always been good.
1: Yeah. Hopefully he leaves. Daryl's pushed the right buttons, got him going. So good for him. Yeah. Hey, I love it, man. When both Edmonton and Calgary are good, why would you want it any other way? Did you get a Flames-Oilers
0: playoff series? Were uh, you old enough to remember Yeah, it? yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm old enough. Yeah. A lot
1: older than you, so right, I remember you. But the Oilers then. were always better because they had the greatest player in the world, right? So.
0: Who was the Flames stud back then? Oh, well, they had...
1: a it was Theo there for a bit. Theo. McInnis. McInnis. I remember Hawk and Lube. I don't know how elite... I was young, right? But <laughs> you still had Joe Neuendijk. Yeah, Joe Otto, Poplinski, who were... They were tough guys, but they could play, man. Yeah. Right? So Mike oh, Vernon was a star in that. Uh, but the others were just better. Like, when I just really started to
0: follow hockey, like the Flames, I'm trying to think who their star players were. Like, I remember Trevor Kidd.
1: Yeah, I don't
0: think he was that good, but I remember him obviously. Jerome McGinley breaking in. Uh, yeah, I mean the 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 playoffs would be better with them both in there, just yeah. for the opportunity for those two teams to meet. Yeah, I would I would lose my mind.
1: Oh, it'd be it'd be out of this world. It'd be amazing.
0: The Flames fans in town, the Oilers fans. Do you have any Flames fans that are friends?
1: That's mm. tough to say. Yeah, I have a buddy who's a Flames. He he was born in Calgary, but yeah. raised here in Edmonton. But he's just—I think he's just a Flames fan to like piss us off. Um, just when it's convenient. But he has his jerseys and stuff, and he won't cheer for Edmonton. And his brothers are Oiler fans. So yeah, it's, it's funny. But he, I think he was the only one born in Calgary. The other two were born here. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, before you go here, Hernana, goaltending—Mike Smith, Stuart Skinner, even Mikko Koskinen. Last a little while, like we were hard on them when they when we had yeah. to be. I think we've been fair with them. Some people might disagree, but, uh man, Mike Smith, full credit. He made big saves at big moments last night.
1: Yeah, he screwed up the first goal. I mean, <laughs> he didn't have to come out and play that, and then it was a weak shot, but he made up for it, and he made a big save there with a the goal he pulled mm-hmm. uh, right in front in the slot again. He's playing well, and I know a lot of people are upset Skinner's going down, but like me and Tide said yesterday, like, expect that move. Like, they're not going to keep Skinner over Koskinen. Yeah. Like if Koskinen was gonna get waved, they would have waived the moons ago. Like he's not going anywhere. It's gonna be Smith, Koskinen, going forward, unless Koskinen or Smith completely crops the bed and you bring up Skinner. Do I agree with it, Connor? No, but it is what it is right now. So all three guys. And in fairness, Koskinen before he landed on COVID was playing pretty well. So the 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 management and the coaches are not gonna be like, well, let's just cut him out, right? Because yeah. he didn't do anything to, like, he just got COVID. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't lose your job to injury, right? Yeah, you can't yeah. lose your job to COVID. I mean, and I know the fans want to see Skinner, and I get it, and he's coming off a shutout, but at least you have an option.
0: I uh, I know a lot of people like talk about well, you know, you, you send Skinner down, and, or not Skinner, you send Miko down, and you know, you'll save money. You only save a million dollars. So you can't yeah. really bury guys in the minors. So it's not like they can do that and make a move right But anything. the pressure's
1: on now. Koskinen is going to have to be good or yeah. also going to be like, well, bring Skinner up. He gives us a better chance to win if Smith's not in the net.
0: And you know what? I mean, I, I think that's probably it. Like right now, well, we're going to go with Smith quite a bit here.
1: Cause the order's got to stop. The order's got to stop with this. Like, oh, he's a veteran. Like no, go with whoever's going to give you the best chance to win. Like you have to be a playoff team. So for me, it's like one of those things where it's, Enough is enough. I get it because Kenny Holland said it in his presser. I want Koskinen and Smith. I want to see him together because that's, that was their plan. It and was this good is, enough last year. Yeah. And this time, this is the only time they're going to be played together all season outside of the first, what, three, four games? Yeah. So it's, it's what Kenny Holland wants to see. And come on, GMs are not going to sit here and say, I made a mistake. They're going to, he's going to, he's going to keep pounding this duo until they, until they just turn it around and, and and get this team to the playoffs, or they completely fail. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a balance because I I think
0: like you, I want the best players out there for the Oilers, but yeah. at the same time, I want Miko or uh, Stuart Skinner playing. Yeah. So if he can play more games, uh, so next three games here, Hernan, that's uh, going to be a busy one. Thursday against the Ducks at home, then the boys head out to uh, Winnipeg on Saturday, two o'clock start. Then Sunday night back in Edmonton for the Minnesota Wild. You go. Smith on Thursday?
1: Smith Thursday, probably. Ooh, Because the Saturday game is early, so the orders are, gonna, are they going to practice Friday? Probably. Do you go? I'd go Smith, Smith, Koskinen.
0: That's what I do, too.
1: Because I think you give Koskinen an extra day to... to, to. Get That's all done there or
0: you know what I go, I go Smith Coskin and Smith
1: yeah either one works for me
0: I trust Mike Smith I want him out there against Minnesota who's eight one in one playing really good
1: hockey but when it yeah Winnipegs they're mediocre right now they're not playing great they're not playing great so maybe Miko yeah I'll switch it then I'll go with what <laughs> you said Smith, Miko, Smith. I mean, and, and like those games are going to be very
0: interesting to see how it, it's handled. And then after Minnesota, you had to, to Florida.
1: Tampa, Florida, Carolina, Philly, Chicago. I think Smith has to play in the majority of those. There's not a lot of back to backs on those. So, um.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're going to I just go, don't
1: trust Coskinen,
0: man. You go Smith against the, the Lightning and then it's. Oh my God. Yeah, Smith, I don't know. We'll we'll wait and see. Maybe Skinner will be back up by then. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think we've seen the laughs of Skinner, so let's hopefully just... he goes down there and plays quite yeah. a bit and uh we'll see what happens. Hernan, thanks so much for doing this today. Appreciate it as always. Uh what happens on Thursday when the Oilers host the Ducks?
1: Ooh. Well the first game here was a crapshoot, remember? Smith got hurt, it was a high scoring game. <sighs> I hope Anaheim wins tonight. I think the Oilers are not going to get John Gibson because they'll probably go tonight. I think the Oilers win again. Um, yeah, five three.
0: The Ducks in Calgary. Mm-hmm. I gotta think I'd go Gibson against the Flames.
1: Yeah, so no, would I. It
0: would probably make sense. So, and
1: I hope they win because in that way tomorrow, like I always like when a team comes in on their second of back to backs with a win already. You think they're just content? Not content, but it's just, they won, right? They're like, not pissed they, off. They're not mad. They're like, we gotta, we're bringing like 200% tonight. And yeah. No, they might still, and they they could win two in a row, but we'll see. I hope they win tonight. Because I don't think Anaheim's gonna be pushing for a playoff spot eventually. It would help so, the Oilers. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like Troy Terry and Zegras combine for
0: four goals, and then just that they will use all their offense?
1: Hopefully. I have Zegras in my fantasy team,
0: so. He's fun to watch. He is. I mean, watch that in Michigan move, but I, I, the worst thing that will happen is if he scores a beautiful goal like that, and then on uh, the show on Friday, Stretty tells us how it's not good for the game. Oh, God. Too many guys will be <laughs> practicing that and not the fundamentals. Oh, Just man. kidding, Stretty. It's fine. <laughs> Hernan, thanks so much for doing this again. Really appreciate it. Yeah, anytime, buddy. There you go. Hernan Salas of TSN 1260, Lockdown Oilers podcast. Two guys and a goalie. You can get him on TSN 1260 on the Lowdown with Low Tide, as well as the Don Wheaton on White... Don Wheaton, GM on White, post-game show alongside Tom Gazzola. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Hernando Man. And that is going to wrap it up for us here on another edition of The Other Connor Podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Big shout-out to DraftKings once again. If you are going to be signing up today, and I think you should do so, you can have a lot of fun with it, make sure to use promo code THPN for the Edmonton Oilers. Back in action on Thursday night, taking on the Anaheim Ducks like we just mentioned. Pre-game coverage on TSN 1260 begins at 6 o'clock. Myself, Tom Gazzola, and former NHLer Matt Cassian. And then Saturday, Sunday, man, it's going to be very busy for the Edmonton Oilers in the upcoming weeks. 2 o'clock start on Saturday, 6 o'clock on Sunday 90 minutes before tune into to TSN 1260 for your pregame coverage gotta thank you guys so much for tuning in today thank you to Hernan Salas of TSN 1260 on the next edition of the show which we're planning to drop on Friday we will be joined by Dash in the Park from HeavyHockey.com as well as Straight Off the Pipe check him out on Twitter at Dash in the Park uh, I know we've been a little bit off with our days just with all that's going on and how often the Oilers are playing uh, I want to give shows that aren't going to be dated you know, immediately after. So we're trying to space them out just a little bit. Hence why this episode dropped on a Wednesday instead of a Tuesday. Again, though, thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast today. Really appreciate it. Give me a follow on Twitter at Connor Halley, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Other Connor Podcast. New shows drop every Tuesday and Friday, wherever you get your podcasts from.